Hi, I'm Danielle Karen, and in this podcast, I'm going to share with you knowledge and tools that I believe should be accessible to everyone. They're fundamental and essential to being human. Embody Your Power is an integrative model that bridges science, spirituality, and ancient wisdom to give you the resources needed to live your fullest potential. As a psychotherapist for over 16 years and now as a coach, I help people know, reclaim, and embody their power on all levels. It's my mission to help you connect to your unshakable resilience, to know true power and freedom, to be sovereign, and to remember your divine nature. If you're wanting to learn tools to release layers of conditioning, heal from trauma, feel at home in your body, have inner peace, expand your capacity for joy, connect spiritually, and take a journey with me to embody your power, then this podcast is for you. Thank you for joining me. Together, let's raise our consciousness to help evolve humanity. Do you ever feel like fear, anxiety, loneliness, stress, or overwhelm is driving you around? Many people reach out to me because they have parts of themselves jumping into the driver's seat that they don't know how to get out. And as a result, they don't feel like themselves. Knowing how to work with our parts is an essential skill to feeling in control of our own mind, being sovereign, and embodying our power. Unfortunately, most of us haven't been taught how to work with the parts of our psyche. And when we don't know how to work with these parts, our psyche can remain an elusive thing that can feel like it's out of our grasp. However, if you don't know how to work with your parts, if you don't know which part of you is currently in the driver's seat, You're not in control of who is driving you around and where you're going. You can easily get lost in life. You can end up living most of your life from parts instead of your core essence, your authenticity, your true self. You could be driven around by fear and emotional pain as those are the common emotions of the parts. You might have a dominant part that's in the driver's seat so often that you think that that's who you are. How would life be different if you were more aligned with your truth, if you were expressing more of your true self? When we're aligned with our truth, we're accessing our true power, a power that no one can take from us. We know our divine nature and have an easier time connecting to source energy. We can heal from trauma and access our innate, unshakable resilience. Now that you know how to map your psyche from episode five, let's look at how to work with your parts in this episode. First, let's start to identify a part when it comes up and give it a name and see if you can visualize it. For example, the anxious part, the angry part, the depressed part, or the caretaker part. I encourage clients to see their parts as younger parts if possible. It doesn't matter what age comes to mind, but try to see it as a younger aged part of you. Why do I encourage that? Well, many of our parts form when we're younger and they just evolve over time. For example, the child that had to take care of all the adult responsibilities because their parents weren't taking care of things 
As an adult, they may have a part that overfunctions in relationships and feels like no one can do things right, so they need to do everything themselves. Another reason to see the part as young is that it's much easier to be with the part's pain or fear when we imagine the part as a young child. Right? Can you think of how it's easier to be with a five-year-old feeling rejected versus an adult part of you feeling rejected? It helps us zoom out our perspective and access our core self-energy to be present and open-hearted with that part. Also, by seeing the part as a younger part of ourselves versus maybe a shape, a color, an animal, or a cartoon character, it helps facilitate the internal attachment we're creating in this work. What do I mean by internal attachment? When we're working with our parts from our core self, we're facilitating attachment internally. We're creating connection, building trust, and providing safety for our parts to share their worst fear, pain, and vulnerability. In order to have more internal peace and harmony, we need the parts to know and trust the core self. We need them to have a secure and healthy attachment internally. We want the parts to feel safe and open to share what their experience is, and we want them to be able to receive new corrective experiences with the core self. An example of a corrective experience would be if someone felt like they weren't seen and heard growing up, then the core self can give this part the experience of being seen and heard. When we work on our internal attachment between our core self and our parts, We can heal attachment wounds and have an easier time in our relationships with others. So one way you can visualize connecting with a part is by imagining a younger version of yourself walking up to the present day adult core self you and telling you what it's feeling. Maybe it's feeling anxious. Maybe it's feeling sad. Whatever it's going on for that part. And if you can't see it as a young part, that's okay. Trust what's coming to you as a way to connect with the part. Not everyone can visualize their parts, so in that case, you might feel it or sense its presence. Or it might work best for you to see it as a monster, a red blob, or an animal, for example, because that's what helps you connect with it. So ultimately, trust yourself and what messages you receive in order to connect with these parts. Start with identifying parts and saying hello and welcome to the parts when they arise. This is extremely beneficial because as you become more aware of your parts and do this exercise, you'll experience having more access to your core self. You won't be so lost in your own psyche. You'll have a greater awareness of what parts are present. When you say hello and welcome to the part, or you have compassion and love for the part, that means you're most likely connected to your core self. And that's great news. You've just separated from the part and your core self is now present. If you want to go further, once you've identified the part, gave it a name, and visualized it or sensed it, then before you go any further with the part, I want you to try pausing the part and asking yourself, who am I in this present moment when I separate from the part? So you're looking to understand, what am I aware of now? What's different? Do I have a different perspective than this part? This helps you access your core self. Take some time here and really notice what's present now. Once you have access to some of your core self qualities, 
then go back to the part and see if the part can notice what it's like to be around you before you even say anything to it. You know how you can feel the energy of people when you walk into a room? Let's see if the part can feel what it's like to be around your core self. If you notice that you're feeling angry or critical toward the part, that means you're not accessing your core self and instead another part is present. When this happens, you want to see if you can get that part to step back or ask it for some space so you can feel connected to your core self. Sometimes you have to ask a number of parts to step back in order to access your core self. It can be like peeling layers of an onion. You can try separating from parts by putting them in a separate room, seeing them as young children, or any other creative way you can think of. If a part refuses to separate from you, you may need to turn your attention to this part instead. As I mentioned, protectors are trying to make sure you don't get hurt and they're trying to help or protect you. Once you've identified a protector that you want to work with, you want to ask it, what is your intention to help me or protect me? Again, this is different than how it's going about trying to help or protect, which is usually not helpful. Many times someone will say, I can't see any positive intention to help me or protect me. If this happens, it might be because you're focused on how it's trying to go about helping you instead of its intention to help or protect. All parts have wisdom, so hang in there with the part and see if you can find it. You really want to wait for this part to answer and try to catch it if another part is trying to answer for it. Once you get an answer, notice what it's like to hear the answer. Pause and take it in. How is it to realize that this part has a positive intention for you. How do you want to respond to it once you notice that? When you share your response from your core self, you aren't trying to fix the part, give the part advice, or argue with the part. Instead, you're wanting the part to feel understood for its wisdom and intention to try to help. Notice how the part responds when you help it feel seen and heard. When people get curious about the intentions of their protectors and they really get that the part has a positive intention to help or protect, oftentimes they feel a lot of compassion for the part. For many people, this is the first time they've felt compassion for this part and the first time that the part has felt compassion toward it. The parts really respond well to receiving compassion from the core self. And this is the beginning of building a connection between the core self and the protector part that internal attachment work. Once the protector can trust you, it can really start to relax. The next question you want to ask the protector is, what are you afraid would happen if you didn't do that, whatever their role is? So if it's the angry part, you might say, what are you afraid would happen if you didn't get angry? If it's the anxious part, you would say, what are you afraid would happen if you didn't make me anxious? The anxious part might say, I'm afraid if you relaxed, you wouldn't be prepared for something and you would get caught off guard and you would get hurt. Sometimes you have to continue to ask the question to get to the root. So in this example, you might ask, what are you afraid would happen if I wasn't prepared for something? This part might say you would get hurt and you wouldn't be able to handle it. And you might ask again, what are you afraid of if that were to happen? 
This question helps us get to the root of the protector's fear and often reveals the pain of the exile that's locked away. In this example, there may be an exile that experienced being relaxed, having a good old time, and then got caught off guard with something that was scary, overwhelming, or painful. Again, see if you can realize that this part has been trying to protect you from getting hurt again like you did in the past. Notice if there are any other parts chiming in and judging this part, or perhaps another part is denying that you ever got hurt or minimizing it, like saying, oh, that's no big deal. There may be other parts that are also working to keep that exile locked away. You can have a number of protectors all trying to protect one exile. You have to be aware of how keen your protectors are on keeping you from experiencing pain and vulnerability. There are stealthy parts as well, parts that you might not even recognize as a part at first. For example, you're doing this work and all of a sudden you feel tired and you just want to close your eyes. That can be a part that's attempting to protect you from contacting an exile that's been locked away. When you ask the protector the question, what are you afraid would happen if you didn't try to protect me in the way that you do? You'll find that it doesn't want you to get hurt, feel pain, feel vulnerable, be judged, be rejected, feel alone, or feel ashamed, for example. How does your core self want to respond to the protector once it learns more about it? If you're responding from any place other than resilience, openness, curiosity, compassion, understanding, presence, or love, then it's probably another part that's chiming in. You'll know it's a protector part if it wants to avoid the pain, try to fix it, or make it go away. The other tricky part to look out for is the part that agrees with the protector. For example, if a protector part says you shouldn't try to do something new because you're not good enough, and you find yourself agreeing with it saying, oh yeah, you're right, I'm not good enough, this isn't your core self. Having compassion and understanding for the part is different than agreeing with it as your core self holds a much bigger perspective than the part. Many times, people have gratitude for their parts when they find out more about their positive intentions to help and protect. This is good, and the protector very much appreciates your gratitude. However, one distinction you want to make here is that you're not feeling gratitude from a place of, thank goodness that part is doing that for me because I don't think I could handle that. Why? Because your core self is resilient, and it wouldn't say that it couldn't handle something. However, you might not know your core self yet and how resilient it really is. And that's okay, because through this podcast, you will get to know your core self. Another way to look at this is imagining all of your parts as young parts. The protector parts are like little kids trying to make sure you don't get hurt. It's like children trying to grab the wheel of the car to make sure that the adult doesn't get in a car wreck. This is backwards. We want the parent or core self to be the one making sure the kids are safe and cared for. So when we express gratitude toward the part for trying to protect you, you want to then follow up with how you would like to relieve that part of that burden. You want them to know and trust your core self so that the young parts can relax in the back seat while you drive the car. The practice is to start to dialogue with a part from your core self and catch any other parts that are interfering or trying to take over. 
talking to one part at a time and giving it your full attention. One way to check and see if you're coming from your core self in the dialogue is to ask yourself, how do I feel towards this part? Notice if you're accessing one of the qualities of being in your core self. If you're present, open, curious, compassionate, resilient, and holding a bigger perspective. If not, get curious if there's a part trying to take over. If you notice there's another part, you can ask it what it's afraid would happen if it didn't take over. What's it afraid would happen if you fully accessed your core self? It can be a process of asking multiple parts to step back before you can access your core self. Once you identify a part that you want to dialogue with, you want to catch other parts that might jump in or take over and ask them to give you some space, pull their energy out of you, step back, or wait in another room. Once you do that, see if you can feel more present in your core self and with the part you're dialoguing with. Parts can tell if you're really present with them or not. It's like a child who can tell if you're giving them your full attention or if you're distracted. Sometimes, if the part doesn't feel like you're present, or there's another part trying to jump in, it will fade away and won't communicate with you. You'll kind of lose the connection with the part. The dialogue needs to happen when there's a clear channel between you and the part without any interference. I encourage you to take some time and get to know the wisdom of your protector parts. Notice if you are touched by learning what they've been trying to do for you. Can you see how loyal these parts are to you? Maybe you're surprised to hear what these parts share. Can you feel greater compassion for these parts? At the end of this episode, I'd like to offer some exercises for you to try. Start to identify your parts. Give them names. See if you can visualize them. And see them as separate so that you can externalize the part. Say hello and welcome to your parts. Once you've identified the part and are able to visualize or sense it, pause the part and ask yourself, who am I in this present moment when I separate from the part? Bring this core self energy to the part and see what it's like for the part to be around your core self. Be curious and get to know your parts. Ask the protectors, What's your intention to help me or protect me? And what are you afraid would happen if you didn't do that? If you notice that you're judging the part, you don't like the part, or have any ill feelings toward it, then you're not accessing your core self. You're relating to the part from another part. Keep asking the parts to step back until you can access your core self. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please consider assisting me in reaching more people by sharing it with others or writing a review. Together, let's raise our consciousness to help evolve humanity. For more information, please visit my website, daniellekaren.com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-C-A-R-R-O-N.com.